0: We give honor and praise to God for the blessing of our big here today. God is good. And he's good all the time. He's making ways out of no way, Blessing us when we think we don't deserve to be blessed. Loves us in spite of us. Give God glory today. All of the wonderful things that He has done. For my good friend and brother, Pastor Dalco to Sister Dalco, and Little (laughs) Dalco. We thank God for one church, one fellowship for giving us the opportunity to come today on such an auspicious occasion. Certainly, I want to thank our brothers, the mean men, the a song today. We have a number of members here. I ask that those members of Paul, will you, this man wherever this plight with illness. I said, you know, I I woke up yesterday morning, something was trying to nab me. But I said, no, we're going to give it to the Lord. We're going to knock this out. He's feeling better. I'm feeling better. We're going to both be better. Right, right, Right. Right. You know, amen. I I would that you would turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew. I know your focus scripture came. From the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus says, upon this rock he builds his church against the hell, shall not prevail against it. I'd like to go toward the end, end of the book. We do recognize that the pastor's here. Thank God for each of their presence, as well as, as Dr. Nelson, has, as as uh, Pastor Dalco has already acknowledged. So I'd like to go to the end of the book of the Gospel of Matthew in Matthew 28, and Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. Yes. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, mm-hmm. and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Amen. I'd like to lift as our subject for today the divine deployment of the church. The divine deployment of the church. And I welcome your amen, I welcome your claps, so I won't have to pause to take my medication because we're not doing <laughs> it. The divine employment of the church. I was going through a box recently and I ran across some of my former seminary materials. I ran across some notes from H. Richard Lieber. He wrote a book entitled Christ and Culture. In Christ and Culture, Neva makes the argument that the church should
1: be in the business of engaging the culture. Mm -hmm. His premise is that the change agent for this sinful world through Christ should be the church. I would argue that as we look around our world, as we look around our country, as we look around our community, it's clear that the church is under divine indictment for not being committed to its mission. We're living in a church age where where if we are careful, the church is, is running the risk of not transforming the culture which God has commanded that she transform yeah. right right The church is beginning to look more like the culture, instead of the culture looking more like the church. Jesus declared that we are the light of the world. Jesus said we are the salt of the earth, but if the salt (laughs) shall lose its savour, it is good for nothing but to be cast down and trodden under the feet of men. Well, my brothers and my sisters, it is the church that must be committed to the mission of making this sinful culture not only look more, but be more like Christ and his kingdom. What is interesting about modern day Christians is that many of us declare that we are just that. We just declare, I'm a Christian. Right, right, We're confident in that fact that God has touched our lives, that God is causing a change to happen in us. So we become Christians by the mere fact of our point of identification with Christ. Yeah. But yeah. the real question that begs to be answered is, what does it mean to be a thing if you don't know how to do the thing you profess to be? All right. yeah. how to do the thing we profess to be. What is it that we as Christians do? Do we just gather together, just come to church on Sunday and that's all we do? That's part of what we do, but it can't be all that we do. When we look at other particular vocations and other professions naming, some things are just implicit with the name. Mm -hmm. If you declare you are an attorney, we have some idea what you do based on the fact that you are named yourself an attorney. So it's clear to us that we go to an attorney simply because they say what they do. Mm -hmm. It's got to be some continuity between what we be and what we do. A person says they are physicians, so we show up. We trust that they be and do what they be and do. But who are we as believers? Do we do as we be?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I believe mean, this is what Jesus is seeking to impart. In his disciples, to his disciples after his resurrection. He, Jesus had come, Jesus lived, Jesus died, and on the third day got up with all power in his hands. And my brothers and sisters, that is the gospel message for this mess age of the church. Yeah, yeah. That the great commission in the church's order for deployment into the highways and into the byways, compelling men, women, boys, and girls to come to Jesus... To receive him as Savior and Lord. That is our mission. That is our commission. That is what we have been deployed to do. We have been commissioned, which means God, the Lord, has authorized us for service. Amen. Yeah. 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 says Jesus came, spoke unto them and Ephesus. He's speaking to his disciples and he declares unto them that all power is given unto him in heaven and earth. Jesus telling his disciples the power he has given them to turn this world upside down. Now based on the text, there are three things that I want to lift today and, and we'll be through. The first thing I believe Jesus has, Jesus lifts, helps us to lift from the text is he asserts authority for us as witnesses. Yeah. He asserts authority for us as his witnesses. Jesus declares, all authority in heaven and on earth is in my hand. So what Jesus is conveying to his disciples is simply, since he is the one who is sending you out, you need to know why you're able to do what he told you to do. He pushes his point based on what he said in verse 17, that, that when the disciples saw It's a strange irony that some of them, according to the text, worshipped him, but some doubted. Isn't it strange that they had watched Jesus do everything that he had done, but yet some worshipped and some doubted. But before you look too down on the disciples, look in the church right now, because there are a whole lot of folks who frequent the church Sunday after Sunday. Some come in to worship and some come in to watch. Some come in to witness, and some come in just to, just to see who's here, and, but, but God has equipped us, given us a mission to do what he told us to do. He has given us authority as uh, his witness he says all power is given unto me in heaven yeah. and in earth. Well, the key here is not some authority. Well, the key is all authority. Yeah. And last time I checked, ain't nothing on the outside of all. Yeah. Right. Jesus said God the Father gave him universal dominion, yeah. making him sovereign, Lord of all. I was, I was reading the other day where one Christian leader said very cynically that the typical church in the United States, is raising a whole generation of mules. They know how to sweat, they know how to work hard, but they don't know how to reproduce themselves.
2: Thank you brother
1: in other words it is the church through her witness
2: yeah.
1: who must be about the business of spiritual reproduction oh, yeah. 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 we need a pastor to grow to maturity in our Christian witness what is our witness our witness is that Jesus died for our sin to triumph over our guilt and our condemnation and regardless of what our past may have been. And I'm so glad that God, that the Lord does always always come up to put our past in front of us. See, we got folk right, that ne- your neighbor right next to you know, may know some stuff about you. And don't don't just get on your last nerve when somebody's always trying to come up with what you used to do. And I remember when you used to do it. But the Oh, see, Jesus said that I cast your sins out into the sea of forgetfulness, and I will remember them no more. I'm so glad that the Lord does bring my past up into my face because He's taken my. Path. Well I got a shout for you. Come on. God specializes yeah, yeah. in using jacked-up
2: folks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God specializes yeah. in using folks who are tall from the floor. Yeah. Yeah. God uses messed yeah, yeah. up folks. Yeah. Work through the scripture. And you'll see everybody God chose to use messed up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. While we were yet in sin, the Bible says Christ died for the ungodly. And here we sit today in one fellowship, made righteous by the precious blood of the Lamb. And it's because what Jesus did on the cross, and our acceptance of his payment, that we no longer have to walk around way down with guilt and condemnation. Hey. The psalm writer saying, what can wash away my sin? Yeah. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yeah. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to him. Well, the first declaration of the church committed to the mission is there is nothing in heaven or on earth over which Jesus does not have the authority yeah. to do with as he pleases. Yeah. <sighs> There's a second thing that, yeah. the, that we can learn from the text. First, Jesus asserts the authority in us as witnesses, but he pushes us further by sharing for us the assignment for us as the witnesses Jesus says go and make disciples simply put it means where you are Uh there you are Mm -hmm. so make disciples I need to ask you how many of us find it easy (laughs) to witness on our good government job (laughs) at the desk right next to you can tell you are a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of you go out to lunch with your co-workers yeah. but you fail to pray over your food? Jesus has given the church, Jesus has given those of us in the church an assignment as his witnesses not only gave us a mission mandate, but he also provided us with the methodology we should incorporate so the scripture will become a reality. Priest, Pastor Hunter, how many folks across our path on a daily basis we never witnessed to? Better yet, can you look around the sanctuary right now and tell us how many are in Christ and a part of this church based on what you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for I Jesus says, wherever you are there you are to make disciples the story is told that that, that while the great T.D.L. Moody was attending a convention in Indianapolis on mass evangelism. He, he asked his song leader Ira Sankey to meet him at 6 o'clock one evening at a certain corner. When Sankey got there, Moody asked him, stand on this box and start singing. Soon a crowd gathered and Moody spoke briefly, but then he invited the people to follow him to the nearby convention hall. Soon the auditorium was filled with spiritually hungry people, and the great evangelist preached the gospel to them, and hundreds received salvation. Well, soon the convention delegates began to arrive. Moody stood and said, now we must close, as the brethren of the convention wish to come and discuss the topic, how to reach the masses. Contrary to what many believe, the command here, Jesus says, go ye. Which is actually a participle that conveys not a command to go, but the assumption that the listener will automatically be going. The idea is as you are going, there's something you must be doing. And that is to make a disciple. It's not the command, it's the assumption based on the command. Because in the mind of Jesus, it is a no-brainer. According to Jesus, we ought to be going. The real command or the imperative is for the church to teach, to baptize, and to make disciples. The command is to make disciples, but can I tell you, you cannot make disciples if you do not tell them, and you can't tell them unless you go after them. It is the imperative and not an option for all who call on the name of the Lord. I'm so glad today that we have the authority for deployment, and our authority is to go and make disciples, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever the Lord has commanded us, and I'm so glad that God equips us with what we need for deployment. Moses can tell you, I could not Talk right. I had a speech impediment. So I asked God when I go before Pharaoh, who do I need to say sit me? Yeah. God says, I am your thought, your authority. Yeah. Just tell them I am that I am yeah. sit you. And I don't know about you, but I So glad that God said, I am, because I am leaves God available and accessible to be whatever we need Him to be. If you need a doctor, God says, I am. If you need a supplier, God says, I am. If you need a lawyer, God says, I am. If you need a comforter, God says, I am. If you need a joy-giver, God says, I am. Whatever you need, God says, I am. I dare you to call on him today for whatever you need. And somebody is the witness that he will be just who you need him to be. And I'm not witness. Anybody know is able to be who he said he is. I didn't need to hook up here right this quick, but I need to tell you, won't he walk with you? Won't he talk with you? Won't he tell you? That you are his own. And God says that there is one thing else that you need to know. He says, I'm asserting the authority in you as a witness. He says, I'm giving you an assignment for you to be the witness. But here's the comforting part. He says, I'm giving you my assurance as a witness. For he says, and lo, I am with you always. Even until the end yeah. of the world, where Jesus lifts three things and assures us unto us, He lifts up identification, yeah. He lifts up continuation, and He lifts up duration. Yeah. In His identification, we see whom it is that gives us comfort. Yeah. Jesus, with all authority over every enemy, over every disease, over every has promised that I will be with you always. At his birth his name was Emmanuel which means God with us. That's the preciousness Lay down at night and realize that we will sleep in the image of death and realize that God. No, yeah. won't he answer? Will he answer your prayer? When you call? when you call him right, won't he answer your prayer? When your heart is heavy, won't he answer your prayer? When sickness is in your body, won't he answer your prayer? When you're down to your last time, won't answer Who put all his enemies under his feet. The one. I talked to her from the bank, but her mama got in her in the water, and her mama said, Trust me, trust my hand, let your body float on me because I.
2: If I was in Calibur, I'd have to say, have I got a witness?
1: It's easy for us to witness the next door. Yeah. We got to decide before, right in yeah. our own house. If there's somebody Yeah. in our house, yeah. God be
2: praised. Yeah.
0: But that's our deployment for the church. Yeah. Yeah. Amen.
2: But other than that, what a powerful word. What a powerful powerful word we have been deployed. Most of us who understand military terms, I'm just going to ask you this simple question. Are you A-W-O-L right now? That's all I want to know. Are you A-W-O-L right now? Because the orders have been given. The question is, where are you right now? Oh, I wish I had some witnesses right now. Your orders have been given. Are you A.W.O.L.? Where
1: are you in the battle?
2: And what I've learned is God has equipped us, as pastors already preached, to do what he needs to be done. The orders have been given. Look at somebody and say, your orders have been given been uh, You don't need nothing else. God is have been given. Yeah. We just want to invite you into this time of worship right now. You find yourself, maybe you, you are A.W.O.L. Because every now and then we drift into places we shouldn't be. Hey, Amen. I wish I had somebody right We don't always end up where we should be. This is what I love about God. Even when we, even when we are A.W.O.N. Yeah. Watch this. God won't throw us no, in jail. No, no. Yeah. God won't give us a dishonorable discharge. No, yeah. oh, no. I, I yeah. wish I had some. Oh, no. Yeah. We serve a God that's willing to forgive us.
0: yeah, yeah. No.
2: Because of His grace yeah. is so sufficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the good news. That grace abounds. That it's, it can handle everything. How did you know that? That His grace can handle everything. Now and then I do what I shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go AWOL on God. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now and then I, I, I just go AWOL. A-wall. But always find it forgiving me Yeah. and still receiving me. Yeah. Watch this. And my orders are still intact yeah, even right. though. Oh, God, I wish I had So the very mission that he has for me still exists. I just need to line up with it again. Oh, that's all I'm talking about right now. Anybody who needs to line up with it right now. If you need to line up with it right now, we invite you right now to come. That's the choir seat. I'm Nicholas Wurst, the Executive Minister here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. Thank you for listening. We are especially thankful to Dr. Jimmy Hunter of Tolliver Chapel Baptist Church here in Waco, Texas for sharing this message during our anniversary service. You can learn more about both One Fellowship Church and Tolliver Chapel online. Both congregations have Facebook pages where we post regular events in the life of our communities. You can also learn more about One Fellowship on our website at onefellowshipumc.org. Please feel free to share this message and others online so that more people can learn about what God is doing here at One Fellowship. Thank you, and God bless.